When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Afternoon to you. Welcome back. Lori and Julia's show here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Uh, the pitches are coming in. These are the pod pitches, the My Talk pod pitch. If you ever wanted to do a podcast of your own, we may be able to make that happen for you. So if you have a great idea for a podcast, we definitely want to hear it. We're collecting all sorts of ideas, and we'll keep the those uh, options open for you until the 11th of November. And then somebody is going to get to do a podcast, and we'll help them do it make you a very famous person. There you go. Fantastic. Thank you. Fantastic. So much. Okay, so, you know, Julia Roberts has been everywhere because her um, Amazon show premieres tomorrow. Yes. Which is based on a podcast, by the way. Yes, it is. Uh It's a government conspiracy drama. It's directed by the guy who created and did Mr. Robot. And um, so she was... On the Today Show, and it was a pre-taped interview, but it was Harry Smith. Yeah, Harry Smith. And, like, she knows him going back to Mystic Pizza. Oh, oh. which was my favorite he, movie. So, you know, they know each other all yes. the way back. And I guess, apparently, for her movie career, if she can, she loves to do stuff with Harry Smith. I she love She has that. a real uh, fondness for him. She was on Goop on Goop's podcast today. She's getting paid six hundred thousand dollars per episode for this homecoming day, uh, show. Yeah, that starts Friday night, November second. Yeah. Well, they found out on the Goop podcast that forty two. Julia just randomly said forty two is my lucky number, and Gwyneth was like, "Shut the bleep up! Forty two is my lucky number." And then they went on to say why it was their lucky number. That is kind of random and weird. That is. But it seems to be the only thing that came out of the interview. No, the other thing she said is she loves George Clooney because when she works with him, he's always upbeat and fun. Yeah. Can always find a shiny thing. Okay, well, uh, here's Julia Roberts' short description of her new Amazon show, Homecoming, which has already been renewed for a second season. As the line between big and small screen blurs, Roberts, the actor, heads to where the good material is. Homecoming is a safe space. In her new TV series, Homecoming, on Amazon Prime, Roberts plays a counselor and a mysterious rehab center for military vets, a place where nothing is as it seems. So it's a little bit Twilight Zone. Yeah. It's a little bit Alfred Hitchcock. Yes. I kept thinking to myself, you are such a good listener in this show, Mm. because that ends up being so important. Mm. 
Well, it should always be important all the time to everybody. Okay. Mm. Julia. Okay. That and I guess was, on the podcast. That was so compelling. I know. Well, <laughs> I know. I'm like, I can't. Sold, I, right? I need yeah. to leave work right now and go set it's my like, DVR. Yeah, no. There, and I guess oh, it's the, on Amazon. I don't have to worry. Yeah. In the podcast, in which the TV good, series is based, Catherine Keener voiced oh. the role mm. of who Julia mm-hmm. Roberts is mm-hmm. playing in this TV series. Okay. okay. And um, she did get paid like mm, she got paid a boatload of money. To I told do this. you, yeah, six hundred thousand per yeah. episode. Yeah. Per I just episode. Told you. yeah, and she's. I guess she's not. She's really good in it, and she's not her any kind of it's usual likable self. It's let's getting see. really good reviews. Right, not well, not the best, watching. not the best. Well, oh, IBDM really? that gives ratings. Don't, don't look at them. You gotta right. go to Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Go to that one. We'll play the next cut for you All and right. see if, uh, okay. what advice she gives to her younger self. We dug okay. this up. Robert. Julia and Don Johnson in a 1988 episode of Miami Vice. Okay, first of all, can you believe the size of my face? <laughs> it's like a little china plate. Honestly, I'm so happy to have this job and Don Johnson was so nice to me. When you look at her, mm-hmm. that Julia Roberts from all those years ago, knowing what you know now, what advice would you have given her? Um, you know, none that she would have listened to. (laughs) Okay. And, you know, she does always comment and on her face when she, I think anyone, when you look at yourself in your late teens, you have a very round face, face. very round face. So, um, and she is not confirmed if she's coming back for homecoming Season two, but she okay. said it is coming back. So that means her agents obviously are negotiating. Right. All right, here's the next one. Despite being an Oscar winner and megastar, Robert says she stays grounded thanks to her husband of 16 years, cinematographer Danny Motor. I give him a lot of credit. Not that I am a different person, but that he has helped me protect my person and keep my person where I want to be. And at home, she's a soccer mom to their three children. Three? Are they all teenagers now? Almost. Henry is 11. What's it like trying to raise three kids in this day and age? It's interesting because it's all so new. The opportunities, the, the pressures, the resources, the having the whole world in your hand like that. Do you try to keep them off social media? Yes, I mean, I think I don't really understand what they need that for right now. So she's yeah. a strict mom about that, which I would probably be if I were a mom. I mean, because the minute you have anything smart in your hand, right. you have access to anything. anything. We had to work so hard to get anything. Oh, I know. Through detective magazines, the dictionary, our bodies ourselves, you know, I right. mean, we it really had to, we were Playboy sluts. magazine, I mean, we we had to like go find, right. find mm-hmm. the hard copy, so I could see how that would really like be like, that would be the number one oh, parenting it's, dilemma. It's very hard. Yeah, so, and then here she is, just a little story about joining Instagram. Roberts just joined Instagram herself this summer. Because I knew I'd be so good at it, and I felt it was my responsibility to social media. <laughs> To make my presence felt. Because the world, <laughs> the world was like, we have all of this social media, but we don't have you. We don't have the 50-year-old housewife perspective represented enough 
on Instagram. Julia! And this housewife turned 51 earlier this week. When you have the opportunity to sit and have a conversation with Julia Roberts, and she laughs, either at you or at herself, it is a thing of just abundant joy. Harry. It's the truth. You are determined to make... I've been fighting tears, honestly, this whole time we're sitting here talking. You're just determined to make me watery. To make her watery. Yeah. She really likes him. But she does, in all these interviews, they've made a big deal. And I've seen her on other things where she's the red carpet. Everyone is making such a big deal that she's on a TV show. Well, right. Welcome to the new world, people. She's getting paid 600000 yeah, per episode. There's 10 episodes. But, but she is from in that rare atmosphere where there's been the... Uh, yeah. You know, she's well, never... Like Brad Pitt. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and Angelina Jolie. Right. And, she's, and she told, uh, I think it was the Hollywood Reporter, she said... You know, I I get it. I've been lucky that I've been able to be in movies, but I got this script, and if, I always just try and get a part that intrigues me. Yeah. USA Today is giving it three out of four stars, and they said don't let the promos and the trailers, which just show long hallways and forebo- foreboding words and terrible wigs, steer you away from the okay. show because she plays this woman who at this center for soldiers just back from the war, who is trying to help them, but it, she's a very misguided counselor. Got it. Mm. You know who her husband is in this? My boyfriend. Oh, Dermot Mulroney. Mulroney. Yeah. And this Catherine is, Keener's ex-husband yes. and Catherine Keener and Harry did yeah. the homecoming yes. yeah, And Dermot Mulroney, you know, my best friend's wedding. Right. That's right. They yep. were in With, that And movie he married together. Cameron Diaz instead mm-hmm. of her. So, USA Today said Julia Roberts is the perfect choice to anchor Amazon's homecoming. Her likability, her status, make the audience inherently trust her. We want to believe that this sweet, beautiful, harried woman is in the right. All right, and it's she, a psychological thriller. Yeah, I'll yeah. be watching for sure. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, All right, so that comes out tomorrow, tomorrow. night. It okay. comes out tomorrow. Heather Locklear is not, you know, I want her to show up so bad. I wish, like, you know, I want her, when, when she's better, when she's feeling up to it, like I want Ryan Murphy to cast her in his next something. You something. Know? I he want, needs, she needs to she, come back. Yeah, she, that's what she needs to work. But I guess, listen to this. The paramedic who went to her house one of the nights in that bad week this summer when, you know, she the EMTs came there. Her breakdown. Yeah. He's trying to sue her, saying that it caused him distress. I think it was a she, Lori. Or she. But still, is that not a money grab? Well, I think it is. I mean, that is a money grab because yeah. people who are paramedics, first responders, uh, quite often deal run with people, into people in different who, states who have to go mm-hmm. to involuntary psych check. Yeah. I'm outraged for Heather Locklear on her okay. behalf. Okay. I think that is a shameful attempt to just get her to settle. And I hope her lawyers, you know, scare that person okay. right out of that. Okay, so, yes. you know, you were talking about you saw Ray Donovan on Showtime. Mm-hmm. It started last week with not a lot of... This past Sunday. Yeah, yeah. this past Sunday. I mean, there's like... No one did publicity. You never saw anyone from Homeland sitting down with anything. We know Leif Schreiber is going to host. It's called Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan. What I call it? Homeland. Oh, yeah. all right. So I was looking it up. Like, what is going on? Why aren't they doing any press over this um, at Showtime? You know, getting these actors out. John Voight would do good couch. Yeah. 
And so it, they, they don't people don't like having John Voight on because of his politics. Yeah. All right. He's but a, why not leave Schreider? Well, he's going to host SNL next but, week. But that's two weeks later. I mean, it's very is it weird. This weekend? I, it, let me see. I have the date right here in front of me. He's going to be doing it uh, November 10th. So it's in two weeks. I mean, the show has started. So uh, yeah. I was wondering. So I went to Showtime to figure it out. Yeah. But they that show is never they've never done big stuff for I, that show. I, but and they it's haven't done it so good. Yeah, it's such a good show. And moving back to New York, I mean, moving to New York would have brought fresh like you would have thought you know but i guess i think that they feel like that the audience is the audience for that they're not going to get anything new leave well, schreiber isn't on social media no but this is its sixth season and they're hoping to have a seventh are they yes they are so it well, doesn't have it on it it doesn't have a finale date right. homeland on showtime is ending after season eight Right. Which is we're gonna whenever it comes back, that's our last season. But right. this one they still wanna keep going on. Um, did, did you like it? I haven't watched oh, it yet. Okay. But I was just like, why aren't they doing any press? I agree. I mean they Netflix people Susan are everywhere. Sar- Susan Sarandon is on it and, and she's They've in got the show. some new guys from the Shield are on it. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, anyway, I was just wondering, like, don't why know. don't they do publicity? Tell me when Outlander's coming back. When can we look this forward is to the, that? This Sunday. Is, is it, it this, this Sunday? Sunday? Yeah, November 4th. Oh. Wow. Sam Huron was on Good Morning America, you know, who plays Jamie. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're starting their new chapter and they've landed in the Americas. The Americas, yes. Yeah, they're in Georgia. And it's going to be, he says it's going to be sexy and surprising. And and do they stick to the books? We don't I, know. You never read past the first one and I only read like I the, read first the first 30 one. pages. Yeah, I read the first one and that was all I've read. Someone can tell us that. Yeah. We'd love to know. I don't know, honey. Yeah, the, the Julia Roberts and Benjamin Bratt were involved at one time, weren't they? Yes, yes they were. forever. Uh, when she won he, her, uh, Oscar. her Oscar. Yeah, I was told that she met him when she did uh, an episode of Law and Order. When she did a little bit of TV. Oh, because he was oh, starving. Oh, he was interesting. In that. Very good met. observation. Thank oh, you. Yes, thank so you, she did like a little uh, for Cameo. her boyfriend. Maybe. Yeah, mm. he would have done it at his behalf. Remember how beautiful they were, but they oh. were like they dated forever and nothing happened. You know what? His mom didn't like her. All right, there we oh, go. Okay. We're we're gonna come back with the dirt I'm, alert. I'm totally making that up, but I, <laughs> I just like feel it. like it's true. All right, oh, she there. didn't like her. No, I Benjamin Bratt's mom knew she was not the right woman for her son. Got it. And that eventually, just that and their Gasman case lifted, and she <laughs> and he didn't like her fourth toe. Okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, we got uh, Holly, Holly Hollywood's here Tell with, us our, what you got, with honey. our Dirt Alert. Well, before we get to the dirt, we need to have a moment of celebration for the Lori and Julia Twitter page because one Lori and Julia at Lori and Julia were quote tweeted by none other than John Stamos this afternoon. That means that John Stamos shared Lori and Julia's tweet on... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. On his own Twitter account. Mm-hmm. I know, and he has like 1.7 million people, and I'm really hoping they're going to go, who are these Lori and Julia cute girls? Let's yes. follow them. Well, now the picture uh, was from last night's Jimmy Kimmel Live, the Halloween episode. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel dressed up as Mr. Katea, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, John Stamos is dressed as Vinnie Barbarino, the character played by John Travolta. It's our first quote tweet, and I didn't even know that's what it was called. Is that what it is? Quote tweet, when they respond to your tweet. Oh. No one's ever responded. Yeah, no, someone <laughs> Madonna else Madonna liked us once. No, we've had something else happen. Yeah. I'm going to find it. No, yeah. we had a big thing happen, Lori. It's so big we can't remember it. Well, we're old. <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't mean good things haven't happened. We just can't remember them. Oh, that, okay. Well, that is fantastic. <laughs> Celebrate the good yeah, news. Funny. Go and check it out on John Stamos's uh, Twitter account. Right now, you'll see Lori and Julia. Uh, something else that happened on social media last night. Kim Kardashian, she's apologizing for calling her friend the R word in a video last night. So Jonathan Chibin? Well, no, actually, it was another girl. So Kim Kardashian and Jonathan Chibin went to a Halloween party dressed as Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee from the 1999 Video Music Awards. You may People remember this album. I mean, who they even were. remembers? Well, but I yeah. think she uses that word, she and her sisters. I, know I think do. they use it all the time. They're very old school Valley girl. I think they throw that word around in their house all the time and she should stop. Yes, and she should stop, and she's apologizing for it, because what happens is that she went in this outfit. You may recall the outfit. It's where Pamela Anderson wore the big, fuzzy, pink hat. I don't remember it, and that's just like... Well, it's really obscure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think and a corset. Yeah. yeah. She just, just say, I want to dress like a hoe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's it. And Jonathan, and you was can... she mad that people didn't know who she well, was? Well, yeah, because she was filming people. She was going up to people at this party, and she was like, and then people were like, no. And then as a result, then she called them the R word in these videos. She's taken down the videos. This was in her Instagram story. Kim Kardashian says, I want to apologize for what I said in a recent video post that is inappropriate and insensitive to the special needs community. She said, I try to learn from my mistakes, and this is one of those times. Please know please know that my intention is always pure and in this case it was a mistake i'm sorry well, I, but i still think that she and her sisters that they throw they that, word. that word yeah she's 38 years old mm-hmm. i mean that word just i mean i don't know it's you should know better kim I, yeah you should know Tell better. Us something good she really was upset that no one knew who I, she well, was again yeah nobody knew she, who she earlier was earlier in the day she'd already dressed like a naked uh Victoria's Secret Angel. Yes, well, that was that was SpawnCon, if you will. Victoria's Secret sent the sisters the outfits, and they were tagging Victoria's Secrets in all the posts. Yeah, there you go. I saw so many mons pubises of those girls. I don't even know how they do it. Is it waxed? Is it been permanently removed? I mean, they all of them. I don't know. I don't think there's a bush amongst them. Probably. There aren't many bushes amongst people under 25 I'm, not, I'm or 30, just saying, though, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I'm just going to say, if you're looking for bushes, um, you might have to you, go to a different country. You might have to go you're to... You're have to look under another tree. That's yes, right. that is that is correct. Uh, this news on page six, Chris Cornell's family. Uh, now, we're to, now we may have to make a segue into a serious story. Let's no, go, I'm just talking no, about... No, no, let's talk about the... You the want to talk about Prince? Purple Rain All right, first. let's talk about Prince. So the Minnesota Timberwolves, they uh, made official announcement at Paisley Park 
York that the Minnesota Timberwolves are having Prince tribute uniforms that they will be wearing eight times this year, so including cool. five times at home. And you can get a jersey of your own. It's going to go on sale uh, next week. And uh, they are purple. Surprise, surprise. And uh, they're dark purple. And there are references to Prince throughout the look. The most distinctive might be the pattern on the right shoulder, honoring Prince's jacket from Purple Rain. And there's also a 1980s-esque font used for the lettering. So it's totally princified. And you'll be able to, it uh, seems like you'll be able to buy your own. He was there at every I game. Know. Yes. I mean, at the beginning, I mean, he just was a true blue yeah, Timberwolves fan. fan. Yeah, I would say that Prince is uh, to the Timberwolves as Jack. Nicholson is to the yeah. LA Lakers yeah, courtside all the time. And these jerseys have been uh, developed in collaboration with, with, Nike, with cool. Nike and, and Prince's cool. estate. So cool. that's pretty cool. Uh, this story coming out of page six, Chris Cornell's family is suing the doctors over his death. His widow, Vicki Cornell, uh, Chris Cornell, of course, the uh, former singer of Soundgarden. She is suing the uh, doctor for alleging that prescription drugs led to erratic behavior from Chris Cornell, and they're saying that that erratic behavior from those pills uh, ended him ending his own life. Mm-hmm. So they are suing right now. And Vicki Cornell has said immediately after Chris Cornell's death that she felt that these drugs uh, had led him to act in that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Well, that'll be interesting. Right. Yeah. She's, they would have the money to be able to do that where another family. Right. I know other families that there were there has been a suicide and the person has been on a newer medication or something yes and was, yes and that they were so upset yeah uh, with the doctoring that was going on but most people can't afford to you know take go the through with the lawsuit yeah, yeah exactly it's expensive yeah. yeah so we'll see what happens there there was a mac miller tribute concert last night at the greek theater before he passed away at the age of 26 on september 7th he had a halloween show scheduled at the greek theater and his friends paid tribute to him in on that show it was called Mac Miller a celebration of life John Mayer Travis Scott SZA Chance the Rapper were all there they played uh, tribute songs videos uh, and uh, actually Mac Miller himself via video was the final performer at that concert so it was really nice and all of the uh, proceeds from that concert went to a charity formed in Miller's honor it's called Mac Miller Circles Foundation so all the proceeds went to that and you know he was very beloved he had a lot of friends in the music community Mm -hmm. and they, they came together and did a fabulous tribute yeah, to him. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's a nice story. Yes. Thank you. Even though You're welcome. We don't like what happened to him. Yeah. yeah. These friends must miss him so much. Mm-hmm. Alright, listen, when we come back, it's time for theories, and I've got one today oh, about children. Oh, please. You know, Who'd you uh, ask? You know, credi- you know how much credibility oh, yeah. this I have is with good. that This one. ought to be a good one, people. <laughs> buckle up. Oh, buckle up for that one, and buckle up for your traffic. Honestly, uh, nothing out of the order. And your theory is... Julia's very nervous because I said this had to do with kids. Well, so is everybody else. Everybody else. (laughs) It's not just me. All right. So I I did not have this theory, but science had this theory, (laughs) and they have proven it. And you know how some parents sometimes become frustrated with um, how fast or quickly their kids might be talking? Is that a thing, like, at a certain age? Like, well, why aren't they talking? Why are they slow to talk, you know, with the, your slow talkers? Oh, you mean how? Like, with three and four, two, oh, with three and oh, four I thought you meant the speed I at which too. they were talking. Okay, no, you no, mean no. How, pick, how quickly they are to 
to talk. say words. Yeah, to okay. say their words. So they, scientists, this is kind of an interesting thing that they proved on uh, in a theory that um, that there'd been no studies contrasting the effects of indoor or outdoor settings on la- language until they did this study. Okay. And they did this, what they did is they taped conversations between three and four-year-olds and their parents, and they found that the conversation flowed better when the toddlers and the parents were outside in a park, sitting on a bench. I'm wondering if this would have any aphasia or if anyway, if this would work for people having trouble with their words. And they just said, go for a walk or get your kids outside. Children are more chatty when they're walking amongst greenery and having the distractions of trees and squirrels and grass and all these things, they can kind of look at it. It's a possible explanation about being outdoors, reducing stress and increasing positive mood for children and adults, making conversations easier mm-hmm. and conversations in the park were more responsive and they flowed better than the ones that they taped and listened to that were inside. And that maybe it's just being outside and you're, they did the research. They said maybe it gives you greater attention level. It, it isn't, they don't really know why there's such a significant improvement. Well, in, kids are so curious outside at that age. Like, yes. I mean, there is so much that can, what's that? Yeah, what look at that. It was the what's University of Manchester. Yeah. And they do want to look at this as far as how, how that would affect other people who've lost some language skill for whatever reason. Interesting. And um, so they want to do more research, but it's the first time they ever did any research that showed that at least with little kids, three-year-olds, they talk better outside. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then that led me to a story about, is it causing a problem? I had this theory. Is it causing a problem for homes with Alexa, with their kids, with their kids, Saying things, because last week, you know, we had the little girl who was like four yelling at Alexa to play this song, and it was absolutely hysterical. (laughs) And so it led me to, well, are there questions that Alexa won't answer for children? Is there a setting? There isn't even a, yeah, it is. It's called uh, free time is what the, you got to, that's that's what it's called. And once you activate free time, Alexa will answer questions on sensitive topics differently to curious children. Oh, okay, perfect. Alexa changes its answers to questions poised by all members of the household once free time has been turned on regardless of age. Mm-hmm. Alexa, where do babies come from? Right. The usual answer is babies are made through the process of reproduction. The, the child version is people Storks. make people, make people <laughs> but now... But how they're made would be a better question for a grown-up. Oh, I love it. So well, go you, ask your mom and it's dad. It's a setting you turn on? Yes, free so time. So they can okay. tell when a child's voice, voice is time. asking them. Oh, okay. okay, Alexa, what happens when you die? Usually the answer is, sorry, I'm not sure. A child, that's a hard question to answer. Alexa will say, if you're wondering, you should ask someone in your family, a teacher or a friend who you know and trust. Mm. Okay, oh. Alexa. Hmm. What is marijuana? Mm-hmm. Usually it's got a long answer. It's defined as strong, strong, strong yeah. blah, blah, blah. Child version, I'm not able to answer that. Okay. Okay. Alexa, 
who is Stormy Daniels. Usually you just get Stormy Daniels as an adult film actress from Baton Rouge. Child version. Sorry. I don't know that. And then Alexa, why do I have to go to school? Oh, please. The regular answer is, hmm, I don't know that one. Yep. Child version, same answer. Oh, I thought it would be just because. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then Alexa, please tell me who the president is. Regular answer, the United States president is Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. The child version, the United States president is Donald Trump. By the way, thanks for asking so nicely. That's for real. Wow. Wow. So it's free time is what it is. If you have Alexa and you were worried about it asking. Yeah, sure. They've thought about it. Google has thought about it, even though, you know, two thirds of the Google people walked out today at 1110. Tell us what happened. Sexual harassment. They said it's being, it's not like it's being overlooked, that there's rampant sexual harassment and discrimination happening at Google headquarters. Well, one of the big, uh, big chiefs, just had to step down and yeah. resign, but this is the second one. Or mm-hmm. the yeah, yeah, everyone walked out. That's amazing. Yeah. Two thirds worldwide. Wow. So if Google was slow, slow this today. afternoon, maybe no that's why. I don't know. Okay, here's another. Okay. okay, this is a theory that maybe you've thrown out at your kids, or maybe we've said it here about um, being on the phone so much. You're gonna get. You're gonna get brain cancer. You're gonna. You know, don't put it in your lap. You know, the cell oh, phone. Sure, you're never gonna be have children. All those things. Well, Mm -hmm. guess what, Julia? This is very, the National Institute of Health across the pond. Okay. They've done the studies. Don't tell me. Cell phones are linked to cancer. No way. The results show clear evidence of tumor growth after repeated exposure to radiation. They have been studying the effects of cell phone radiation on rats, mice, and people since 1999. And they now have clear evidence of a link between heart, brain, and adrenal gland cancers in male rats. And there's been like a really huge increase in the number of young, younger people mm-hmm. getting brain and adrenal gland cancers. This is if you're holding it up to your ear, right? Yes. Okay. Now, why you need to stop... Carrying yeah. it in your pocket, even even yeah, that the or cell in your pocket, bra, because that's where I always carry mine. Yes, that mm. it is. They they are alarmed. The scientists are alarmed. I repeat, they are alarmed. Warning. Cell phones are no friends to the testes either. No. They can damage the close proximity to the testes where sperm cells are damaged. Same with putting a laptop in your lap mm, and yeah. all of that kind of, of stuff. And now for female rats, it was less clear and mice. For whatever reason. Yeah, they're saying testicular cancer in men is occurring way more frequently than it used to. Yeah. Men in particular need to take precaution to minimize exposure of sensitive areas to cell phone radiation. So your mom and your aunties or your dads or whoever is saying that um, is it's a 30 million 10 year study. So and where they do they carry their phones in their back pocket? In cell phones. um, well, you know, the fanny packs have made a comeback. You I can know. put it on yeah. your hip bone. Yeah. But they they said the reason, like they only looked at over 10 years, the 2G and 3G, but they said now that the newer phones are even more complex. There's even more stuff in it. And um, anyway, science is nervous about it. And apparently I'm supposed to make you all nervous about it. And okay, well, mission accomplished. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, it is. This animal evidence, together with the extensive human evidence, 
coupled with the rising incidence of brain cancers in young people in the U.S., conclusively confirms that radio frequency radiation is a Category 1 human carcinogen. So it's a real deal. That is coming from the University of Toronto, uh, the other co-sponsor of this 10-year study. Well, that's just a buzzkill, Lori. Well, I know. All right. Well, should I tell you something else to make <laughs> you feel better? Please. More uplifting? Yeah. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Please. Our love of bonding over booze comes from way back when, not caveman days, going back to the ape days. Okay. How is that possible? Eight days? What, like fermented fruit or something? Bingo, Donnie! (laughs) Bingo! (laughs) Just like the birds up in Gilbert that were drunk and flying around. I love that. The ability to booze became ingrained in the human genome 10 million years ago. (laughs) Our ancestors, the ancient apes, it was very advantageous because they could more easily take part in everyday bonding um, rituals and it meant that they lost their inhibitions and they learned to trust each other in a group setting which was a key evolutionary advantage and so it's all goes down to the drunken monkey hypothesis <laughs> okay which wow. maybe you've heard about the drunken mon- uh, monkey hypothesis but this yeah we've been we've been that's when we developed a taste for fermented fruit and we just would you know the apes would just roll around and laugh. people were less self-conscious and overripe fruit and blah, blah, blah. And people have, it's just been a thing. And anyway, the archaeologists um, have started uh, figuring out that some of these things that they find on yes. sites that that were like called for grain, for mm-hmm. like wheat and grain. Mm-hmm. Sure. That they're they're like, yeah. Yeah. They were all trying to make something they could ferment. Right. These big, huge <laughs> things. It was a big, it's a big, important part <laughs> of, our, of, of, yeah, just being uh, in, in life. I mean, oh. they found residue and fer- fermented berries back in, in China and vases that go back 8,000 years ago. Wow. Yeah, yeah, even the Inca consumed alcohol in the form of chicha, mm-hmm. a corn-based beer mixed with strawberry that's still consumed today. It just, yeah, so that's where it is. So there so you go. beer goggles go back a long way. Long. Yes, they do. <laughs> 10 million year old beer goggles. goggles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Lord Almighty, we'll I be know. back. We'll be back. What I feel for you, so maybe we can make a wheel. All right, you. set your lights down low. This is going to be the last few days of leaving work, Julia. Where the sun is daylight. out. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Last night, we're going back on Saturday night. If I had my dancing shoes on, I could stay out another hour and dance, but... Oh, hey. my goodness, Labrie. I'm accepting. That's right. She's in the accepting stage the of her foot injury. <laughs> all right. Uh, favorite headline. Well, of course, I just I love seeing all the Halloween costumes last night with the celebrities, but I think my favorite was Rachel Brosnahan's boyfriend dressed up like Mrs. Maisel. 
for Halloween. Oh, and I just funny. thought that was like yeah, really, that's a cute. Good. Really sweet. His name is Jason Ralph and he's channeling his uh, inner midge Maisel. And he is in sci-fi's The Magicians, this actor. Oh, okay. And my mom just watched this this weekend, Mrs. Maisel. Mm-hmm. She hadn't watched it. And it's I was like, mom, oh, it's your oh. era, you know, mm-hmm. in the 50s. And I think it comes back in December already. It does. And it rained in Seattle literally like all weekend, she just said she wasn't going to leave the house. And she, I said, well, that'll be good company. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, and yeah. she really liked it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. All right. So, so um, other things that are happening and um, let's More see stories here. we didn't get to. More stories that we did we not get to. Um, Joan Collins finds butt implants bizarre. Why was she, she asked about it? Well, she was asked. She was asked in Interview Magazine by designer Tom Ford. Interviewed Joan Collins. Ooh. She's eighty five, and he and he asked the actress what he thinks of the new body types having butt implants and these gigantic butts and tiny waists. And she said, good naturedly, of course, I find it bizarre. But every Generation has its ideal woman, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Venus de Milo had a tummy. And Tom Ford says, yes, but that was real. Now they have these implants. We're maybe in a post-human phase where we just can create yourself to be whatever object you want to be. And she responds, I do wonder when I see those girls with cement put in their derrieres, what they're going to look like when they're 60 or 70 years old. Exactly. It has to yeah. fall. Mm-hmm. She says, and then her signature look, she just says, I love the 80s. I still love the clothes. I won't wear anything unless it's got a good um, full shoulder or off the shoulder. She doesn't understand torn jeans. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. You know, darling. if every actress in Hollywood wants to go around in torn jeans looking like they haven't bothered, except that they've bothered a lot, yeah, then I don't want to follow that herd. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. she does always. Uh, apparently, her other favorite restaurant, besides the one at the Beverly Terrace, is... She's at Craig's one or two nights a week. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. She must just live it's right, right there. It's right down the hill. Yeah, Remember, she lives yes, up in the building. she lives right there. Okay, um, let's see here. Hilaria Baldwin is seriously thinking about having her fifth child in six years with <gasps> Alec Baldwin. They were dressed up as astronauts, the whole family. It was oh, kind cute. of a cute photo. But Wow. It's well, interesting they don't say they are considering having a Well, well <laughs> because she knows it's all going to be on her. Her husband's 25 years I just years think that's kind of ridiculous. Well, I mean, it's, it's up to it's Yeah, up to you her. get to do what you want to yeah, do. I guess. I mean, uh, Duchess Kate is stepping up her fashion game now that Megan oh, is around. Mm-hmm. They, they hid all the tabloids, all the newspapers from Kate last They're week, so all bad. week long. You're so, Lori. No, no, they truly did. Can you imagine? How can she just not be happy for her? She can. Huh? She's happy for I'm her. Happy for her. Megan, Lori, you look no, down. No, Lori doesn't think so. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It remains to be seen how close they are, but, you know, it's got to sting just a tiny little bit Why? for both her and William. They've got three kids. They're busy being parents. Julia, they're busy being lazy royals, and now they've been shown up by the younger, prettier versions of them. Honest wow. You're so... It's really cold. That's a royal shady olive <laughs> yeah, branch. Yeah. Right yes. You've got a lot of those for But I her. totally believe she's stepping up her fashion game. You're bad. What about the fact that Kate Hudson is now going to be the global ambassador for UN, or what is it? Yeah, the UN, mm-hmm. for their program that helps feed people, their world food program. I think that's good. I think... I think she's excellent. She's ready to do something. She'd be a good ambassador. She showed her 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 baby daughter's one month old. I like that she's doing this. And it looks like a full grown. I mean, it is the cutest kid ever. 
Because the baby was so big. Yeah. yeah. The baby was really big. It's really cute. And her, uh, her papa, pa, her, her pa. pa, Kurt Russell, we've posted this. Um, the Christmas Chronicles trailers posted. It's going to be a Netflix uh, movie. It's a holiday venture. And it's from the producer that did Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone um, and Home Alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, so yeah. these they know how to do movies. I think this will be a classic. What's it going to be about? The Christmas Chronicles. A brother and a sister... Um, whose Christmas Eve plan is to catch Santa Claus on camera turns into an unexpected journey. Is Santa Claus Kurt? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. He looks great. Yeah. He, looks he did great. have a good beard in uh, that terrible Quentin Tarantino movie, The Hateful Eight. Oh, yeah. He had a huge yeah. beard. He can grow one. I hated The Hateful Eight. That was yeah, just that was, a terrible no, movie. I never saw it. Oh, you would have hated it. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Megan Mullally believes Nicole Brown Simpson's ghost is haunting her old house. Yes. Does oh. she live Nick Opperman and, and, and Megan live in Nicole Brown Smith's or Nicole Brown Simpson's old know. house? Yes, they do. And you know, they're kind of getting she's so funny and well and grace. Oh. I mean, I know we talked the other day about that episode. Oh. Big um, Tex. Oh, uh, it was the funniest episode ever. Yeah, with Leslie Jordan. Mm-hmm. But yes, she um she is um yeah, here's the deal. It wasn't the same house where Nicole Brown Smith lived where she was murdered, but it was on the same property that there once stood a house that O.J. Simpson had rented for Nicole before they were married. So she lived on the property prior to when she lived with O.J. And before she was married and before she was you know, divorced and then murdered. Mm. So it was at least two houses. But Megan thinks Nicole is haunting the place, and I believe she tells that to Busy Phillips. Either tonight or last night. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Look at how the headlines are already out there for all the busy Philip stuff. Well, she's trying. Yeah, I know I she is. Know. I don't it. know. I don't know. I don't think it's. I don't think that's a funny story. To I don't think. I that's, don't either. I'll have to listen to it, but it seems kind of tacky. Well, and yeah. tell everyone what OJ dressed as. <sighs> Doctor Seymour Bush, a gynecologist oh, in a lab coat at a bar in L.A. Yeah. or La Vegas. It yeah. seems just bizarre well, that he's expect? still around. Yeah, well, he lives in Vegas. Yeah, Isn't that bizarre? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, happy Thursday night, November 1st, All Saints Day. Yeah, Everyone. that was Megan Mullally last night. I'm busy oh, tonight. We neither okay. one of us watched it. That's no, we, we didn't. Okay. All right, we'll see you kids tomorrow. Yep.